I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. <laughs> Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. 
Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Hey, all you drama queens, welcome back to episode 11, 111, The Living Years. Isn't that a song? Ooh, I feel like that it's a feels song. good. <laughs> In the living years. It is, the living years. Yeah. That's why. Okay. The Eagles, maybe John Henley. Okay. Anyway, listen, here's what happens in this episode. <laughs> um, in this episode, unable to cope with the pressure from Dan, Nathan quits the basketball team mm. while Peyton enjoys having her dad home. Danny. Daddy. And we get to Dad's meet her home. dad for the first Daddy. time, which was such a nice introduction of a new parent to the scenario. Yeah. Um, and I wish we'd gotten to see more of him, this lovely actor. Thomas Ian Griffith. Yeah, I mean, I had two, three very good actors playing father figures to me. There was Thomas mm-hmm. Ian Griffith here. And then Kevin Kilner came in to play the character later. Mm-hmm. And then John Doe played my birth dad years later. Um, but in this first, like, introduction of Peyton's dad, uh. The character's name was not originally Larry. The character's name was originally Glenn. But I was living oh. above that. Oh, Glenn, that the guy. Bar. The scary guy. Scary guy that would stare at you. Girls, I had so many creepy nights with Glenn. We're like, I would go out on my patio and our patios are right next to each other. And he'd just be <laughs> like, you alone over there? You know, and I'd like just broken <laughs> up with my boyfriend and was like living alone. And it was it was the first time I really kind of had to navigate that myself. And you know, I'm that person that's been watching Dateline like forever. And yeah. like before that unsolved mysteries and things. <laughs> and so And like SVU marathons on Sundays. Oh my God. Whoa. Oh my God. Yes. And so worst case scenario was always like on my mind. But this dude named Glenn that lived next to me had creeped me out enough that... When I got the script, I immediately went to our bosses. And I was like, Mm -hmm. guys, he's going to think it's a sign. He's going to think I'm, like, communicating with him. I want to change the name. Um, And they're like, uh, okay, we don't care. You know, (laughs) like, what do you want to change it to? And my childhood love, like, the boy I loved from kindergarten through freshman year in high school was Larry Eppard. He has since married one of, like, my other great loves, Sarah Yassine, who we cheered with. And I, you know, like, I guess they hadn't gotten married yet, but they had been together since we were in high school. And I was like, Larry is a safe person. Like, Larry is someone who I love. (laughs) It's a name I can say with, like, affection. Mm. Like, I love you, Larry. Did you tell the show, did you tell them that, the writers? Oh, yeah. I was like, it's my childhood love. It's the person who I trust so, so much, you know. Mm. It was just a name that did sound like a, like, strong dad energy. Sure, Like, there's not a lot of kids walking around named Larry. Like, we weren't going to run into a Larry at Tree Hill High School. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So they're like, sure. But that is how... That's how dad got his name. But yeah, to Joy's point, I had been told, did you guys hear this? I did now that once you said it, I I had like echoes in my memory of something. They recast my dad. 
because they thought that we had so much flirty energy. And when I, when we were in the thick of it back in like 2003, I just kind of took their word for it. And now that I'm watching it back, I'm like, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't it. see it at all. I, I see so much like tenderness, but it doesn't feel like it has a chemistry. It feels really <gasps> authentic and, and the affection feels real. And he definitely does not, I mean, to me anyway, appear to be flirting with you. No. No, he, like, Thomas did a really nice job. He did a beautiful job. Poor Thomas. Yeah, yeah. well, he's on Cobra Kai now. So he was, like, the bad guy from Karate Kid. That's and, right. And uh, they're bringing him back onto Cobra Kai now. So I hope he's out there kicking ass. Um, I think we had a good three-episode run with him. It's hard mm. bringing in a new parent character and having to see these characters that have been really independent Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, like, oh shucks, daddy. It it felt weird to say daddy. That felt weird. For Peyton, yeah, I could see uh, that. I could see that. Bruce. I loved it though. I loved watching the way you guys played your scenes and I I love seeing that that sort of youthful innocence in her. Cause she does always have to be a grown-up. And like he comes home and and you know, you you really seem like a sweet kid. And it's nice. We weren't flirting. God. No. Well, I'll tell you who was flirty today in this episode was Brooke. That was a lot of flirtiness. But But it was vulnerable. But then, yeah, yeah, I mean, it went to a really vulnerable place, which I loved. I loved that arc for you. But Mm. yeah, that was that was tough. We were all kind of cringing at that hot tub scene. That was that was rough way to start. Yeah. I mean, that that was the scene that led to my you know, first ever screaming fight with my bosses. And I Whoa. did what I said I was going to do. Which was and what? I came to work for the next scene wearing a turtleneck. So you we- sure did, girl. <laughs> I was like, watch me. <laughs> I, this is completely inappropriate. And I will continue to wear, I will wear turtlenecks forever. Is the title of this episode pasties and turtlenecks? Because <laughs> honestly, it should be. It really should yes. be. You could have had the same effect with all of your scenes, whether it's like mm-hmm. from last episode where you're taking the Polaroids to this episode where you're unzipping your pants and stuff. You could have gotten the same effect without turning it up to 11 every time. Yeah. You know, it, it was like somebody read a perfectly good script and was like, you know what we need is more cowbell. It's like, <laughs> what is the cowbell? That's a great <laughs> Honestly, they were like, ring the bell, child. Yeah, <laughs> You're the cowbell. I will say, though, like, it made me so happy to finally get to a point with her in this episode where all of that gets taken away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, the cracking the joke being like, mm, I'm going to borrow this Polaroid in case he's feeling frisky. Like, all those gross one-liners we get to this point where she's she keeps saying like i feel uncomfortable i feel scared i feel like i'm not enough i feel like i'm not being chosen i i feel afraid yeah and and it and those scenes grow in intensity and when she finally gets to say i don't feel like i feel like we're both being played which honestly is true oh my god she's so right she's so right she's like he's literally he's dating us both it's weird but by the end, when she gets to sit and be really vulnerable, and it, I kind of feel like it's the foreshadowing for years later when she finally admits that she's terrified she's not enough. Oh, when she's like, I need you to need me. Yeah. Oh, this is the beginning of that. It's the beginning of this girl saying, I don't feel like 
I am as valuable. I'm scared you're not going to pick me. I'm scared you don't really want me for anything other than, you know. Or that you have to supplement me with Mm -hmm. someone else, Mm -hmm. which is a terrible feeling, you know, where it's like, like Brooke Davis is enough. I think our fan base, you know, like (laughs) fervently express that. Um, But to know like, oh, you have to go and hang out with a whole other person because you're not stimulated talking to mm-hmm. me or you're not, you know, whatever. I I got nervous watching this. I was like, oh, is Peyton gaslighting Brooke? I mean, like, you're fine. Everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. And I think, I think, no. And maybe that's mm-hmm. just me being defensive of Peyton. Like, I think she genuinely wanted you to feel like, no, baby, this is your win. This is your yeah. win. But Lucas for sure gaslights her. Like, Lucas for sure is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but you know you know what I actually see for Peyton? And I have such a heart for it. I see a friend really trying to do her best. Yeah. I think in that scene where you're like, no, you're good and, and you're enough. He's choosing you. I think the reason you leave is because you can't keep going. Like, what a weird moment to leave a person. But I think you leave because you're doing your best to be her friend. And and in the last episode, when you, you know, when you left the cafe at open mic night, because seeing us was hard and I run after you, the, the sort of like missed connection that these girls are having of like, don't feel like a third wheel. You're my best friend. You're more important to me than him. And you're like, yeah, it's the third wheel thing. Like, Sure, sure. Peyton, that's <laughs> Peyton is picking Brooke. Yeah. She's saying, you're my best friend. I choose you over this. And it, I don't know, it is. It, it is a love story, these two. For sure. Yeah. I love it. And I, I think when you're, I, I have a lot of like, oh, baby girl, tenderness for Peyton in this position. Because what a nightmarish spot to be in. And they're just kids who don't know how to explain the totality of their feelings to each other. I like that Haley is expressing her feeling this in this episode of loyalty mm-hmm. to Nathan through yeah. booze and skipping school. <laughs> hey, wow. he's got the devil yeah. in her this episode. <laughs> but honestly, it didn't make me cringe at all. I loved it. it was so I was fun. like, you go, Haley. How come when Haley goes buck wild, <laughs> we're all like, woo, get some. Why, why does Haley keep ending up with these hats? Oh my God. At this point, they're just screwing with you, baby. Yeah, I mean, That's that was <laughs> that was the most hideous thing I've ever seen in my life. That was worse than the penis hat. You're saying you don't want to sell that as merch? You don't want to sell the <laughs> Haley James like knit goober hat? Maybe that one was the penis hat and I mixed up my memories. I don't know. No, the other no. one surely looked more phallic. Yeah, it was bad. Um, but I do remember that was the first time I ever had to throw up on anybody on camera. And they gave <gasps> me this cup full of like a little, like a banana smoothie. And I had to take a sip of it right before I got in the car and hold it in my mouth. The whole time. Yeah, until the the shot. So you just sit there like acting normal and then you have to pretend like something's coming up and then you throw it up. Um, And Paul, Paul, I I just had never thrown up in anybody's lap. I had to like throw up in his lap. Crazy. They didn't done that multiple times. No, no. he was a great sport about it. I wish we had him on right now to talk about it, but we'll ask him when we when we see him. Um, but that was a fun day. It was a fun episode. I, we went out to the beach, and um, that house was so gorgeous, uh, Dan's mm-hmm. beach house. Um, mm-hmm. 
And it was fun to be, James and I had fun. I think I just remember being outside. He and I hadn't gotten to do a lot of stuff, just the two of us out on a location. We usually were on stage Mm. somewhere. So that might've been the first time it was just the two of us on location somewhere. Has there been another scene that I'm missing? Is it the first time we're on the beach? Might've been. It feels like it. Tree Hill was this kind of like nondescript town in the middle of nowhere. And then they realized like, oh God, we've got this gorgeous ocean right here. Like, (laughs) let's use that. But yeah, Yeah. I I feel like the beach kind of belonged to you two. You know, we'd seen it in the distance at the party, but we hadn't been out there, had we? I don't think so. I I don't think so. So it was a really, it was a gorgeous house. It was a beautiful day. I had on that stupid hat and uh, I got to play (laughs) drunk, which was so fun. So here's the secret to playing drunk for all you actors out there. Um, uh, which I hope I did a good job so that you actually want to take this advice. <laughs> you <But> did. <laughs> you did great. The secret to playing drunk is play sober. So whatever you mm-hmm. what whatever you think mm-hmm. you would do to act sober, like intentionally, mm-hmm. like I am acting, I am, I'm going to put this down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to be fine. I am fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> That I'm actually is fine. always the thing I do when I have to fine. play drunk is I I literally like I get a little like this. I kind of give myself a sway and then <laughs> I swaying go, back and forth. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. And it puts me right there where I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the sense memory comes back. I'm totally fine. The spins. <laughs> That's the, it. Like difficulty opening your eyes. <laughs> yeah, that. But what I like about this episode is that we see Haley and Nathan who have nothing in common. Uh-huh. And we see Brooke and Lucas who have nothing in common. And these two couples are trying to navigate like, how do we connect? Mm. And because Haley and Nathan talk so much and they talk yeah. about therapy and they, you know, they really like dig into the meat of a relationship. They're yeah. getting there, you know? Whereas Brooke and Lucas are like, she's begging him. She's like, I want to connect. I want to connect. I want to connect. And he's like, let me put my tongue in your mouth. Right. That's that's how every conversation ends. He's like, sure, baby, you got it. He's like, yeah, let's kiss. Yeah, exactly. Well, and one of the things I love so much too, as we look at the difference between the two, that moment, as fun as it was to watch Nathan and Haley skip school and have these little adventures and like, you know, get teenage wild. I loved when he came to her and said, essentially, like, I don't want you to change for me. Mm-hmm. I like you. And he says, I like that a person like you sees something in me. And the energy that James brought to that scene, at least for me as a viewer, was it felt like he was saying to her, you make me want to change for the better. I don't want you to change to, like, ditch class. Yeah. But it was good for her, though. It was good for yeah. her. It was good for her, but I just, I loved that he, rather than leaning into it and being like, let's just keep, you know, partying, was like, no, but you, I like you. Yeah. Did you ever do a bad thing for a boy yeah. in high school? What was the yeah. worst thing that you did? I don't know. I was, a, I was a pretty tame kid. Oh, I know what I did. I lied. I had a boyfriend who was real bad. We've talked about him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he snuck out of school and went home and like had lunch and then drank a beer 
and then came back to school, and the English teacher smelled beer on him. And so he got sent to the principal's office, and they, like, didn't have a breathalyzer at the high school. <laughs> and and they, they were like, you have been drinking. And he's like, what are you talking about? They're like, you've been drinking. And he said, no, I have not. I did go home. I did. I'll admit that I skipped school, and I went home, and I had leftovers from last night. I went to Outback Steakhouse with the Burtons last night. Because we had gone out to dinner and my parents had had him like join us, but he didn't get like beer soaked pizza or, you know, like what, <laughs> what smells like beer the next day? And so they called me into the office and they're like, is this story true? And I had to be like, oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's the leftover Outback Steakhouse. That's what you're smelling, friends. And it was traumatic because I was like student government and like, you know, super good. That's hilarious, though, Hill. Soph, did you ever do anything in high school that was like bad for a boy? (gasps) Yeah. Oh, man. Well, oh, I remember my junior year in high school, my friend's parents were going out of town the weekend of prom. Which I'm like, I mean, what what parent plans that? Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty stupid. You planned it? Like you set us up. (laughs) <laughs> and because I was like, you know, a pretty type A responsible kid. I remember her parents being like, well, the two of you are in charge. And I was like, I'm not in, I'm not in this family, but OK, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like, sure. Because I think the idea was, you know, we know nine times out of 10, like, you know, Sophia is the designated driver. If there's like house parties, yeah, Sophia had a checklist. She's like, turn the yeah. porch lights on at 830. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I got wild from time to time, but I was generally too scared. And so I, I think they were kind of like, you'll make sure things don't get out of hand. And we had some friends uh, that liked to be out of hand and Mm -hmm. what was supposed to be like 20 people having an after prom party turned into like 150 people at the house in the pool it was a rager (gasps) it was insane that's and way too many people you were like Lindsay lohan and mean girls no it was on it felt like a movie like it was so (laughs) crazy there were so many people and i remember just being like what are we gonna do and like trying to manage stuff but also you know, trying to make sure, I don't know. I didn't want to like be a dork. Be, I didn't want to be like a, you know, stick in the mud. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, things just got so wonky safe. Thank God. But I was terrified. I could just and picture um, you like looking in the bathrooms to make sure there's still enough toilet paper for everyone. Like, <laughs> 100%. 100%. Oh yeah. That's I was so like, weird. I was like, Oh, you need a bottle opener here. Oh, you need yeah. toilet paper here. Like whatever. <laughs> I, I remember, one of this guy who a girl at my school was dating was like showing us something and I didn't want, I was like, cool. Like, I don't know what that is. And literally years later when I was in college, the first time I ever saw a person roll a joint, I was like, Oh my God, he was smoking marijuana. (laughs) Like I was such a dork. I just didn't know. And so, um, I remember going, I, I went to sleep that night and like, there were obviously not enough beds for everyone. And I slept in a bed with my boyfriend what and it turned into this like massive scandalous like because oh, of no. course we got caught we all got caught yeah of course um we tried to lie it didn't go well that's what i did <laughs> i lied i lied to my friend's parents because i tried to say only a couple people came and then they invited other people and then which was true yes. 
But we were like, oh, and I don't know why we said this. We were like, everyone was out by 1 a.m., we swear. And my mm-hmm. friend's dad holds up a photo like this and goes, so why does the clock behind this guy opening a beer in my kitchen say 4.30? And we were like, ah! And then somebody had taken a picture of my high school sweetheart and I asleep in a bed together. But they did it because the joke was, this poor guy's been dating Sophia for three years. <laughs> she, she won't, won't put out. <laughs> she won't put out. Like, the it's poor kid. one trophy. <laughs> yeah, everyone was like, oh. And, and so then it turned into this thing where, like, weirdly parent, like, the parents were like, what did you do? And I was like, I, I slept. Yes. Yeah. I, I was sleeping. What are you talking about? And, man, it was a whole, oh, it so was like a sorry. whole big thing. Luckily, he has the loveliest family and his parents were just like the fact that you give us give us a break y'all were fine um but i i definitely felt bad because i lied i lied to my friend's parents about the time mm-hmm. but that was really not nec- that wasn't for a boy so much as just for us because we were trying to not get grounded until we graduated <laughs> it's the lion man joy oh, were you a man. liar like we were uh no i was pretty good i mean no i i can't think of anything i did bad for a boy i i really like no that was that was really have have annoyed me and my best friend at the time who i was totally in love with in high school who was a boy was also a good kid so you know he was like a upstanding young man citizen always trying to do the right thing um Mm. no I do. I don't know why this is coming to mind because it's not really on topic, but I'll tell you anyway. I remember because <laughs> um, I, I, I guess it. it's a misunderstanding. I did. I did feel like because I, I it means because I'm an artist or a theater kid. I told you like I would change in the backseat of a car, whether it was a boy or girl driving, mm. like whatever I would yeah. ha- like. I just yeah. was used to dance and theater and you just I was very comfortable yeah. with my body. Um, but not in like, a, I wasn't trying to fuck everybody. I just was like comfortable in my body. And I, and by the way, it's a bang and body joy. I'd be comfortable in that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, so it just, I, but I knew that I felt misunderstood a lot. I felt like people mm-hmm. looked at me like I was trying to get attention with my body and that I was trying to be slutty when I wasn't, I just was like a dancer kid, theater kid. Oh, you mean they were mad at you because you didn't feel insurmountable shame about just being a girl? <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. Put a scarlet letter on her. I remember you? going up to his lake house. He and his family had this had this lake house. And I remember going up to it one summer and um and I got there's a, there was a shower um and we were kind of like I don't know if I had just if we were it was a bunch of kids that weekend, I think his parents maybe weren't there. And I remember I got I was taking a shower and he came in to brush his teeth and there was a big curtain. It's not like we could see each other, but, and we were very, very close, like besties, like since we were 13. Mm -hmm. So this was a very Lucas Haley relationship, except that I was desperately in love with him. (laughs) It's okay. It all worked out. But, um, I, uh, I was in the shower and I don't know if you guys do this when I, when you turn on the hot water again, being like a tactile person and being in touch with my body, I just sit there under the heat and I'm like, ah, And I just like, you know, let let it all, I'm a singer and I'm vocal. And so I'm sitting in this shower and he's brushing his teeth and I'm in this steaming shower going, (laughs) and he just goes, (laughs) 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 and he just like, he stops the water and he's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Oh Oh God, I didn't even clock that. But it wasn't like he was turned on, but he was like mad at me for trying to do do something. (laughs) 
thing. I was like, like oh, no, nothing. I'm, I'm just, I'm taking a shower. Oh God. Oh no, no, I'm not. And he was like, oh, whatever, Joy. And then like, you know, rinses his mouth and walked oh. out of the bathroom. He was mad at me. And I just don't, I like, I could never have said anything to convince him that I was not like trying to turn him on and get him. Well, isn't that when all those herbal oh, no. essence commercials were out? Remember the herbal yeah. essence commercials where it was like the woman and oh, moaning in the shower? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that so yeah, that funny? Made me so uncomfortable. You guys, I'm so red. Yeah, I just had to let it go. I had to let it go. <laughs> I was like, well, uh, he's going to think I'm a slut. Okay. He thinks also, I'm Also, the to, acoustics whatever. in the bathroom are supreme. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. No, it was spectacular. Of course you're sounds. Yeah. Um, I'm red, too. I'm sweating I'm, just even thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm horrifying. So uncomfortable. Embarrassing moments from high school. Also, we have I just realized, them. you guys, I, I need to say this. <laughs> so, we threw this party that got out of hand after prom. <laughs> She's still and, upset about the party. No, I'm, I'm so upset. And um, and we got caught and it was so sad. And my mom really did me a solid and was like, if I tell your father, he's going to kill you, which honestly doesn't make sense. My dad's like a very sensitive artist. I don't think that would have happened. But my mom goes, I'm going to tell your dad I found a pack of cigarettes in your car and that's why you're grounded for three weeks. <gasps> and... So, um, dad, you should probably know that when I was a junior in high school, we threw a rager of an after prom party and, um, mom and I lied to you about why Wait, I was your dad doesn't know? I don't think oh, he knows. Hi, so dad. I, I was realizing that in real time. Um, my sweet dad who <laughs> cries every time he tells me he's proud of me probably wouldn't have flipped out. Um, but I, I, it, I was today years old when I realized I still had a secret from him. Yeah. I love this Sorry, confession. Dad. The hi, cigarettes. <laughs> My my mom, I was like, "What? Oh, all right, whatever." That's sure, my mom. yeah. <laughs> Confessional moments. Oh man, I can't tell you how many times I have been. I get get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is, and it's like, oh, thirty nine ninety nine or sixty two forty five annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, I have no idea. Going on in, you know, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. 
With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. Its easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like wax and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention, and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. (laughs) You know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can (laughs) reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand In the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS, and he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So All of his pilots that never, that never girl, aired, right? I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. Join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. 
You can make any Squarespace template do what you want. So your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Listen, you guys, I'm, I'm obsessed and I just never really saw it coming. What are you obsessed with? I don't with? obsess over things, but I am obsessed with skims. Oh, I was wearing this yesterday. My cotton jersey t-shirt from Skims. They're so soft and they hug my body in such a comfortable way that I don't feel like I'm strapped in. Like it's all really breathable, but it's it's very flattering. It's really cute, but it's a nice fabric. So it feels like I can throw it on with sweats or with a kind of a fancy skirt and go upscale at night. There's something about this t-shirt that's really versatile. I love it. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there is a style for everyone, literally mm -hmm. everyone. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. You're going to become one of those ladies where you open up the drawer, you open the cabinets, it. and it's all the same shirt just over it's and over and over again. It's a uniform. <laughs> shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes XXS to 4x now if you haven't yet be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows um okay how do we get back into the show right now well, <laughs> my question is okay so sophia oh, if your dance. dad would have been upset about you having this party like in high school yeah when we shot this we're only like a couple years out of high school we're yeah. like, you know, three, four years out of high school. How did your parents react to all this like hot tub stuff? Like all the yeah. sexy time stuff? Yeah, they didn't all the other love stuff. that. They, they were like, this is, <sighs> what is this? You know, I think it was just, it was always, it was uncomfortable for, for them. You know, mm -hmm. like as a kid, I don't know. I don't think any of us or anyone listening, like you don't want to see your parents have sex. And I don't think. Parents want to think about their kids having sex either. No, it's awkward no. enough when it comes on on a movie and you're all sitting in the room yeah, together. It's like, like oh, man. <laughs> and, and I, you know, there's that probably points to the fact that as a society, we need to grow up a little bit and like get unashamed of our bodies. Joy, teach a class. Um, you know what does it real quick? I just huh. showed Gus The Shining where, you know, like the hot naked woman in the bathtub yeah. gets out oh. and, they, and he's being oh, a creep no. and they start kissing and then her body decomposes. <laughs> right? So I just watched that with Gus and he never wants to see a naked woman ever in his whole life. <laughs> he's, he's ruined. You're all witches. <laughs> yeah. The, like, your body's going to fall apart and rot. Um, that'll do it. Yeah. That's wow. the only sex scene that's acceptable is when wow. <laughs> she turns into a corpse. Well, and the irony that here we are, you know, talking about like crazy teenage behavior, which we were always modeling on the show and like everyone's flirting with everyone and they recast your dad because apparently y'all were flirting and there was no sexual Zero. energy between you. I don't see it. I mean, maybe it'll come up in future episodes, but I maybe. didn't clock it at all. You no. know who has real sexy energy? And they have a scene in this episode and I was like, oh man, Deb and Keith. Girl, that was hot. talk. Like yeah. when they're chatting and he's like, yeah, send Nathan to talk to me. I'm just like, mm -hmm. I 
Isn't it a little funny warm. how chemistry works? Because I do oh. love Keith and Karen and, and there's a, there's a no, like they know each other and there's a warmth there. Mm-hmm. There's something familiar. It's tender. But there was like some kind of heat, some kind of energy between uh-huh. Deb and Keith. Ooh. I don't know how well, that happens. And, but- and interestingly though, Craig is like a, a, I don't want to say he's a flirty person, but he is a person who listens. Yeah. And he looks at you when he's mm-hmm. talking to you and it feels nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so his character like listens to the women. He listens to Deb. He yeah. listens to mm-hmm. Karen. He wants to tell them both like, you're a good mom. Yeah. You're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. He says the things that you want to hear. Lucas is copying that behavior and he's yeah. telling Brooke girl, you are great. And he's telling mm-hmm. Peyton, like, your art matters. You know, like, it's, yeah. I don't know how intentional it is, but it is a generational pattern that we're witnessing. Except mm. that the way Lucas is doing it is, I guess the way a teenage boy would, which is co- mimicking rather than, uh, I, I don't know, what help me with the vocabulary word of like, He's he's it's mimicking it. He's not actually. It's not a, coming from an authentic place of really listening and caring. I think he's mimicking the. He behavior. wants to kiss the hot girl. Yeah, Duh. yeah. Well, it it seems like he wants to kiss all the girls. <laughs> like you know the the continuation of the way he shows up for Peyton and then the way he shows up for Brooke. It makes sense to me why Brooke says I think he's, you know, when she says he's trying to have it both ways. He's like he's basically trying to date us both. Mm-hmm. And and when you watch it, you're like, yeah, I mean, he kind of is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's confused. It's probably the most 16-year-old thing about Lucas. Yeah. You know, yeah. they like wrote, they like, I love books and I'm a man and I'm the man of the house and I think about <laughs> yeah. things. But like, ultimately, 16-year-old boys want to get down with as many girls as they can get down with. You know, like, yeah. it's just, mm-hmm. it's Well, yeah. It, I think the most thing. juvenile thing about the character is the immaturity with his emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and if he didn't have that, you'd probably be like, come on, this this is not a kid. No, it'd be James Vanderbeek. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dawson, no, so it's fully. terrible for Brooke and Peyton, but it works really well, you know, for for a young boy. I like it in the show, too, because it's a good mm-hmm. contrast with where Nathan is at having already experienced all of the stuff that Lucas is just kind of walking into, wading into the yeah. world. Nathan's already been through all that. So now he's on this journey to self-discovery, to d- discovering how to be a better person in the world. He's seeing Dan for mm-hmm. who he is. He's really confused and torn in so many directions, but he's learning how to stand up for himself. I mean, I mm-hmm. was just so in love with the character of Nathan in this episode. He really won my heart in a big way. Uh, I was just proud of him. The way he walked away from the, the two parents arguing about who, who's yeah. going to give him a ride. And he's like, I'm I'm going to take care of me. You know, setting his own boundaries is pretty great. I loved it. I loved, we were watching the episode, you guys, and it was so cute. I don't even remember what scene it was, but a scene with 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 Nathan ended. And Joy, you go, I'm team Nathan, man. <laughs> team <laughs> we Nathan like, all yeah. the way. No. Yes. We love it. It was no. so cute. The Dan Scott, I love you, mm-hmm. only exists because of Nathan asserting himself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But wow. was such a, a great piece of acting from Paul, mm-hmm. and it was shot yep. so well. What yeah. I loved, loved, loved about it is that it's super tight, mm-hmm. so it feels like a whisper, and it's over Dan's shoulder. 
Yeah, yeah. over the back. Those French overs. It feels like I can't look you in the eye when I say this. And, mm-hmm. and you know, normally when you shoot a scene, it's like your master shot, which includes the whole set and all the actors, big wide shot, and then coverage, coverage. You get mm-hmm. coverage of each mm-hmm. character. For them to to use that angle on Paul and do a whole mm-hmm. camera setup for that that secret special mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. Um it was really really good. That's good TV. Yeah, it's such good TV. And and the way Paul chose to play it, mm-hmm. you know, saying how much he cares about him no matter what he chooses. He says these things and starts to cry. I mean, his you know, his tears in his eyes and the that pregnant pause where he says all the validating things and that's already so hard for him. And it's like he almost chokes before he says, I love you. And he and you're right. He can't look Nathan in the eye when he does it. Oh, I mean, what a what a vulnerable place for Paul to have gone as an actor. What beautiful choices he made in that moment. Yeah, I agree. It was lovely. Considering he's such a bastard and all the other scenes. Well, I'm considering that the scene starts, by the way, with Nathan coming in and saying, I'm really sorry for all the stuff I've been pulling. And Hillary, when we watched it, you were like, he's apologizing to his abuser. Yeah, maybe not. And then we get to the end of the scene and we're like, oh, man, Paul did really good. It's it's such a weird thing when you're trying to observe the characters, but you're also watching your friends be incredible actors. Yeah. Tom Tom Wright did a great job directing this episode. I I especially Mm -hmm. loved the ending when we got to see... Everybody in their own place of kind of Mm -hmm. feeling out their own sense of Mm -hmm. loss, confusion, misplacement um, in the world Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, hoping for hope. Uh, I felt like we got a piece of all of that, which was a tone that I think had been missing a little bit from the last few episodes. Mm -hmm. I think we kind of got away from that with all the drama and this episode seemed to come back to the heart, the core of what this show is about. It's not about the drama. It's about the people. Mm -hmm. Well, and the, and the space for big feelings. I mean, I, even thinking about the fact that it opens in the therapist's office, right? It's like, this is going to be an episode where we really excavate what's going on with everybody. And it, and it rings true through the whole thing. And it's really good. Yeah. I loved that. I want to talk about Jake Jagelski. Let's talk about him. (laughs) <laughs> all the time I mean Jake Jagelski is a really grounding character in this because he makes Lucas kind of cut the sh- mm. and he's got way bigger things going on than anyone else you know like having a child yep. is such a major deal that it's like mm-hmm. oh your feelings got hurt by a boy cool story kid you know <laughs> right. um, I I loved working with Brian. Like, it's not a secret that I was just like, oh my God, he's so cool. <laughs> um, but to see him with these scenes with the baby in this episode and bringing her to practice and mm-hmm. the slow burn between Peyton and Jake. She has not, mm-hmm. like, I mean, we see like little twinkle in her eye, but Peyton has not been like, sup. Whereas so many other characters in our show are just like, I love you, like right away. Like mm-hmm. the rush into relationships. Like even Sophia, you were saying when in the last episode when um when Brooke shows up and she's like, Hi boyfriend, and we yeah. were like, Oh, we're there. I was like, what? I we're guess. on the B word? Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. 
uh, the slow burn with with Jake, I like. I'm slow to warm up mm-hmm. in real life. Mm-hmm. It's good for Peyton. Same. This is sort of what we were talking about in the episode that we saw where everybody was goading you and you kissed Lucas out of spite almost. And then mm-hmm. suddenly you guys were in a bedroom tearing each other's clothes off. And he's telling you, I want everything with you. I want the whole fairy tale <gasps> after like four episodes. <sighs> it's just like, you know, I mean, he just met yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Chill the fuck out, man. It's like what? Yeah. And this feels, that's what I was saying when we were watching, I get such soulmate vibes from Jake and Peyton because he yeah. is waiting for her he gets it and she's she takes time and he takes time he's got plenty of going on too and i just Mm -hmm. feel like it was such a good match and i'm so mad that we got (coughs) robbed and we didn't get to see you guys together forever i agree that's all i'm off my soapbox a different movie there was a movie that we were supposed to do together years ago (gasps) really yeah something he did and they like called to see if i could do it and i had like you know i had a toddler and jeff was gone and i wasn't able to go do it but Greenberg is one of those people. I've gotten to work with so many of our friends doing mm. Christmas movies. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like Tyler and Buckley and, you know, yeah. Antoine and Lee and all, you know, the whole gang that um, I haven't gotten to work with Brian again. And I would like to. He's a we gotta fun do it. We need it because we've seen part That's going to give me my my Peyton and Jake for life moment. It's the ending we, we want yes. to see. <laughs> we need that. <laughs> you know what's funny, things? though? Like when you point out, how swiftly characters are like, all of it. You've changed my life. You're my You've changed my life in three episodes. Yeah, it's like, gee, this is a lot. Like so much pressure. I love and I I guess I'm like, oh, that that's what I relate to. Like the moment in the last episode at the open mic night, when there's just that beat between Peyton and Jake and and you like look at him, I'm like, oh it's that's everything. And I'm like, I guess that's how I flirt. I'm like Hey, and then I don't talk because <laughs> like, I'm I'm slow to do the warm up too. I don't know. Greenberg in real life was became like a good friend to me. Season one because I'd mm-hmm. gone through that breakup. I was like starting to date someone new. I didn't have a car. He went car shopping with me, and like mm-hmm. I remember we were like looking at mountaineers. Like that, he was like, "What you need is a mountaineer." Like, let's go look at <laughs> do I? Is that what I need? Yeah, I was like, sure, mister. That'll get you in my car. Cool. <laughs> but then he became, I'd, I'd never lived in L.A. And so he became the person when we started to have to go out to L.A. for press for the show that would, like, show me where to eat dinner and, like, where to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that same cool dude energy. Like, girl, I'm not I'm not into you, but I'm your cool guy friend. You know, Jake has that. He's yeah. not looking for a girlfriend you know, everything's about the daughter and mm-hmm. his interests lie outside of, I want to put my tongue in that girl's mouth. That's, that's what sets him apart from the other boys. Yeah. We're like, wow, look at that guy. And then it's like, oh man, the bar's maybe not that high. He's, <laughs> he's high above it, but I feel like the bar's kind of low. <laughs> Set your bars high, ladies. It's high school. It's listen, I kissed so many people in high school and I don't regret a bit of it. No That's way. That's when Jose. you're supposed to kiss people. Yes. Get it out of your system. Oh man, when I lived in New York after high school, I kissed so many people. So fun. You did? Of course. What's the best? Give me the best New York mm. City post high school kiss. Oh my gosh. Where you hear like, kiss me. <laughs> 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 Which 
told you about the guy that was at, from, from Juilliard that I, you know, we were dancing around in and I was standing mm-hmm. outside of his college dorm and he like answered, I went back because I left something there and he answered the door shirtless. And then like, I was like, I'm dying right oh. now. And then he, he hugged me and I, like my heart was pounding and he goes, your heart's pounding. <laughs> like, oh God. Oh, it was very exciting. Um, but I actually don't even remember if we kissed then. I think I ran away. Like I always did. I just, I was like, I'm okay. Blah, and then just ran off. But I did, I was dating a guy in New York and I remember it was just like a dreary night. We went to see some Beatles movie at like one of those, you know, movie theaters underground that, that, uh, played old movies, like <laughs> yeah. the dress, some draft house or something. And then, um, yeah, I remember going outside and it was like, it was on the East side and it was drizzly and we just kissed on a street corner and it was mm. so beautiful. And by the way, this is somebody who had been dating my roommate and then scandal i know and then he this is the high school thing oh my gosh hillary this is the same thing that happened to you the switcheroo and then he was like yeah i think i like your roommate instead and i was like i don't know if i but oh my god i think i was kind of like broken this boys love the switcheroo she was like i'm fine it's fine whatever don't worry about it you know i wasn't that into him anyway and then of course years later she was like that wrecked me i was like i'm sorry Oh God! You're like, but you said, but we, oh wow! I, you know, it is realistic. It is. I guess it's your Brooke and Peyton moment. We're just young and dumb, and we don't understand our emotions, and we don't have anybody telling us what's okay and what's not okay. No. We're just trying to figure it out. And no. you so badly want to be okay yeah. with things to like be cool. You be think a, it's mature, you know, team player and team player. Like, just, no, just tell me how you feel. Here's the thing: if you're young <laughs> out there listening, we just need you to go be as messy as humanly possible because. <laughs> One, you'll get to laugh about it yeah. when you get older. Safely, um, please. And two, it's a good yeah. way to practice chaos. Like, like mm. chaos from kissing somebody is so easy. It seems yeah. big when you're young, but mm. it's a really easy practice tool so that when you're older and like real shit hits the fan, yeah. you're like, oh, I know how to deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> I kissed the wrong person once and I practiced these feelings. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. kissed somebody. There was a boy my right before I left for college that I worked with, and he was older, and he was very, um, he felt dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like one of our dates was like we went to a, a cemetery that was supposed to be real haunted, <laughs> and he'd been living alone in like a farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere, and you know, like, and he drove like a Sounds muscle like a car. serial killer. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm but, like, are is this but, true detective? <laughs> Baby, he was so good looking. And I was like, I'm working with this guy, but I'm going to kiss him for sure. And so we went out. We had to, I don't know where we went one night. And he picked me up and he brought me home. And like, we talked on my parents' front stoop for a long time. And I was like, well, I'll walk you to your car. My parents' neighborhood had the best show because I was kissing a new dude every other week. (laughs) Like that's the last summer before college. And as like, we got to his car door, we just stood there and I was like, I don't want it to be awkward at work. And he goes, it's been awkward at work. <gasps> yeah. And then kissed me. And I was just yeah. like, this is a movie. This is wow. awesome. That is yeah. good. Kiss as many people as possible. Yeah, for sure. I'm down with that. Nothing is more fun for me 
then decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I've I'm on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom, and more, Wayfair makes it easy. With fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff, and they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really (laughs) fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back three times since then. Uh, My cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Puerto <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had uh, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just... Uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. 
I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something, but that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Oh, I know what I want to talk about in this episode. Oh, yeah, go, go. Eye makeup. Um, because you guys have met Jojo. You haven't met Kelly Jefferson yet, who was the mm. other half of that dream team. Um, Sophia, your eye makeup in particular is oh, so on point. So beautiful. It's so good. It's so bold. Talk to us about the collaboration between you and Kelly Jefferson to create oh, the iconic early the 2000s look. Eye? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I I I wish I could remember how it started, but when Kelly came in cuz you know she wasn't our our makeup artist right in the beginning. Yeah. She was like, "This girl is into fashion and she and we were like looking through magazines cuz there was no Pinterest yet." And, and we really got into this idea, which I love because it's like Brooke's trying to make herself up like the girls she sees in the magazines, but she's 16. So she like matches her eyeshadow to her outfit. And I just love it. And we really thought a lot about how to do it and how to bring, um, something young to it. Cause it's a, it's a, it's an, it's a look that you see on girls in their 20s, yeah. you know, or at least you did then. And so we really wanted to figure out how to make it feel like, you know, this young girl who was super into makeup, but she didn't have like an eye she did every day. She like coordinated with her outfits. And I don't know. I, I just loved it. And Kelly you know and the candies ads? Remember the candies ads? Oh, yeah. the shoes? Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like that kind of color and that mischief yeah. is like really kind of how yeah. the Brooke character started to to feel of like, I'm going to wear this juicy lip gloss today. Yeah. Oh yeah. We got really into, God, we bought so many palettes of really colorful eyeshadow. We got really into like super glossy lip gloss. I mean, Kelly and I really, really worked on what that girl looked like. 
It's awesome. Joy, yeah. you, your eye makeup was really good too. Did you, Yeah. once you started dating Nathan, did that free you up to be flirtier aesthetically? Because uh, they really tried to make you like, you know, the girl that didn't wear any makeup in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that was part of it. She was like just experimenting a little bit more with feel it, wanting to feel grown up. Um, but I also don't know that we put, I don't think I put that much thought into it. I might have, but I don't remember. But was Kelly on this episode? She must have been because that is such yeah. a Kelly. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that was just her instinct was to was to draw out my brown eyes. I don't know. Try and make them look. <laughs> Bigger or something, doughier. I don't know, but she knows she did did a great job. Yeah, we need to ask her for sure. She'll tell us. Kelly Um, Ray Gore Jefferson. Okay, so Destiny wants to know: after so many years of doing the show, how were you guys able to snap into character and back into your own personality during filming? And do you think that affected your actual personality? I think it would be the other way around. For me, I mean, my personality would have affected the character more than the character affecting my personality. I think. I hope. Yeah. I mean, I've said it in the past. I feel like part of the reason I got so goofy in interviews or just like kind of flippant and would lie is because I needed people to understand that I'm not Peyton Sorry. Like I, I'm yeah. not an innately sad person. So I would mm. clown it up mm-hmm. a lot. I still yeah. do, because um, I also just don't like wallowing in sh- you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not a wallower. Yeah. Just be sad and move on. Me too. Yeah, I I feel that. I don't like to wallow, but I, I am really analytical and really introspective and really want to, like, I want to suck the marrow out, you know? I want to get the lesson. I want to understand systems. Like, I like technical things, and none of that you see in Brooke. We got a glimpse and, of it this episode where she's like, I need to know your hobby. Yeah, that's true. I need to know what you like. I need to know what you like and I want to like it too. Um, <laughs> but I, yeah, I think what was hard, and, and I talked about this a little bit before too, it was hard for me to feel like people thought I was some like out there super sexual person because Brooke was. Because it it brought an energy and like a, a gaze my way that made me feel very, um, very exposed and very uncomfortable. So I, it's interesting. I I know that as the years went on, there were things about my personality, to Joy's point, that affected Brooks more. Um, and I do think I took some some lessons from Brooke. You know, I God, I was such a people pleaser. I. I was a pro at like ignoring red flags and just being a good girl. And, and Brooke really taught me to be like, I'm not going to put up with this. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm done. You know, we're finished here. This is the line. You've crossed it. I, I didn't have that when I started playing her at all. That took me years to cultivate. And I, in hindsight, and like, I don't know, but in hindsight, I, I feel like she probably helped me learn that. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was I like, like I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm just crying in my Cheerios still. Just feeling big feelings. <laughs> dealing with my kids. You know, it's so Ooh. funny because I like, my son is a really tender animal. And so sometimes when we're watching these episodes and I see Peyton being like particularly sensitive, I, it like, it's like watching Gus in a wig Aww. because he, he has the chin tremble when he gets upset. 
And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my god, It's my kid. Yeah. Yeah. He can't watch these till he's much, much, much older. Otherwise, he'll just be able to manipulate me. <laughs> it's too much. All right. We got another question. Joy, what's our next question? Oh, I like this one. And, I, and I've, we've talked about this, but I think the fans will love to know. Um, Aaron has a question about stage names. Mm-hmm. Uh, she asks, have you ever considered or did you ever consider using a stage name instead of your real name and joy why do you use bethany if you don't go by that name (laughs) is there a story behind why you go by joy instead of bethany um yeah i'll run into my my portion portion of this real quick um i i of course considered using a stage name when i was younger because i was obsessed with the name rose and i remember going on an audition once with my mother and i was old enough to sign my name. She made me sign myself into the sign-in sheet. So I must've been, I think I was probably 10, nine or 10. And I uh, wrote my name as Rose Lens on the sign-in sheet. Cause I wanted to Whoa. see what, you know, what it would sound like to have somebody call that out. And if I liked it. And so she said, you know, somebody came out called Rose, Rose Lens. And I stood up and walked in. My mom's like, Do you know where you got the name from? Where'd you hear it that you were like, that's the one? I don't. I've just, and it's my daughter's middle name. I've just always, I don't know, that name just very uh, syncopated with me in some some deep way. Um, Symbiotic? I don't know what the word is. Anyway, um, but yeah, and then I changed the spelling of my name to J-O-I-E when I was 13, just in high school, and went by J-O-I-E lens for many years professionally, uh, and then changed it when I got One Tree Hill. I was um, just going through sort of a shift in my life and trying to figure out, I guess, wanting to be more authentic and not trying to be whatever everybody else, what I thought everyone else wanted me to be, Um, Mm -hmm. which is like the theme of my life. It's something I've been trying to figure out how to, uh, it's been a very, it's funny being my age now and looking back and being like, man, God, it took me a long time. Like I was aware that that was a problem of mine when I was 20, Mm -hmm. but it's still working its way out of my system. (laughs) It takes time. My God. Yeah. So that's why I I decided to use my whole name. I've never personally liked the name Bethany for me. Um, but I, I, felt I was, it was more of like a leap of faith. Like I'm just going to like embrace fully who I am and just go for this and use my whole name. Um, so whatever. I still wish I was Rose mm-hmm. Lens, but it's, it's too late now. <laughs> Rose Joy Lens. Yeah. It's funny. I, cause I, I, I interestingly know a lot of guys who go by their middle name. Oh yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, and I, I don't really know where that comes from. If someone wants to give us the research on that, we would love it. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I always thought was cool about you using your full name, you know, first, middle, last, was that people who aren't really close to you <laughs> will call you Bethany and we get to call you Joel. It's also how we know who's full of shit. <laughs> it does. It does I, help. It helps to know yeah. when somebody says, hey, Bethany, and I'm like, oh, you don't know me. Yes. How can I help you? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if somebody calls me Joy, then I know they know me. Yeah, I I don't know. I just think that's so cool. I I never thought to use one. Hill, did you? So when we started doing the show, I never had this problem at MTV. I had this problem when we started doing the show is, you know, like the the creepy message boards. People started accusing me of making up my name because the spelling is like all wonky. What? And they were like, 
she's trying so hard to get attention by like changing like clearly that's not her real name uh, and i remember <laughs> like you know when you get mad about dumb it's not stuff like your name was like tiger yeah well, that'd like, be cool what? i mean it would no, be cool i'm named you know how i got my name i guess this is the story that i got my mother was like turbo pregnant and if i was going to be a boy i was going to be named after my dad um but she didn't have a girl name and i guess she went to her brother's house and there was a golden retriever next door that was like yapping and this woman comes out of the back door and is like hillary hillary knock it off you know and my mom was like <sighs> cool i mean that's the story that i've gotten over the years but oh a yappy gosh. golden retriever with an ie hillary with an ie yeah i you know i thought about going as hillary ross mm. my middle name is ross with one s see mm. again it was like a weird spelling cool. thing i like it, it. I don't know, guys. Um, but no, I I don't know. Even now, you know, I'm Hillary Burton Morgan now, and it just feels like so many syllables. I know. Bethany Joy Lunds. And that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't like, it's not like, oh, like Sarah Jessica Parker. It all rolls off your tongue. It made signing autographs significantly more work. I know. Right? You should just do your initials. Yeah. H- HBM. HBM. The BM yeah. is a little. Am well. I a- Am I a BM girl? <laughs> I'm such a 10-year-old about it. Like, oh, you're perfect. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't know what that means. Um, oh, my God. If you just, I, I need you to do just once, sign something Hillary Poop. Just like, just, just, I'm just Hillary number two. Mm-hmm. Hillary two. Um, I, I don't know. I love, I like the sound of your name with Jeff's name. It, it feels very complete. Do you know what it yeah. feels like to me? Farrah Fawcett Majors. That's what I thought yeah. of when I added the yeah. Morgan on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I always wanted three names. Everybody like else it. got three names. You got it. I Chad and Joy cool. got three names. I never thought to have a stage name. And honestly, I kind of wish I did because people are so freaking creepy. Yeah. Like, most people are nice, but the ones that are creepy are so deeply creepy. They like track down your parents. Yeah. And it's like, I really wish I had a, like a layer of protection, mm-hmm. like even with silly things like, you know, certain verifications you need, like for your bank where you have to give them your mom's maiden name. I can't. Yeah. I had to make something up. And I mean, we all, this is obviously a thing we all share. I, yeah. It, it, I don't know. It, it it really irks me like i i am such a believer in like respect and boundaries so when they get crossed it like it, it makes me like not be able to sleep at night and oof it just like it it really like affects my feelings and so i'm like man You're if right? i had a stage name maybe i could have just had Hold a, on. like a whole Let's space. Th- like what would your stage name be in a perfect world okay, what's your think stage about this. name it's 1955 you you yeah. go to the studio you show up at mm-hmm. 20th century fox or what was the big mm. studio back then i don't know mgm, a- MGM fine fine Ooh. you go to mgm metro golden metro mayor. golden mayor and they've got the little window and you walk up to the window and there's a guy sitting there and he's got two things of index cards one is first names one is last names and that's how they picked your name, by the way. Is that really yes. what he did? Yep. You would just file through the thing and pick a card at random and pick another card at random. And there you go. Ava Gardner. No. Yep. Stop. That's it. Okay. So what will yours be? I was also today years old when I learned this. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe it. We need we need good stage names so that I when we do our next series together. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Here's mine. Eve Harling. 
Mm. Ooh, Harling. Harling. Mm. I love it. <laughs> Eve is really good. I, I would take, ugh, there's all sorts of names I love the sound of, but man, let me tell you what, I would love to have not shared a last name with two former U.S. presidents, especially because Remember, my dad is from Canada. Related. Yeah. Everyone, it's so insane. And I still get people who like yell at me who were like, you know, you're you're so progressive. Your family must be embarrassed. I'm like, my family's from Canada and Italy. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but so yeah, it would have been cool to not have had that. I would I would have taken a an index card of whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll take anything you got. I always Where wanted to be got? someone really bitchy, like like mm. Andromeda Sykes, you know, like <laughs> like something kind of androgynous and just like yeah. oh, I'm hard. I'm a heart. I'm yeah. Andromeda. That's good. Mm. Yeah. Evil. Mm. Um, yeah, we like evil. Evil works. You know what yeah. I mean? Every movie needs an evil person. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. Like a, like a name like Cruella DeVille. Mm. It's so good. So good. Should we, should, while we're talking about selecting things at random, should we spin the wheel? Oh, spin let's spin the wheel. That's a good segue, Joy. Okay, what do we got? The oh, winner is. Oh. Most likely to live with their mom as an adult. Well, okay, so character. Most likely to live with their mom as an adult. Wait, did Brooke live with Victoria? No. Did Victoria live with Brooke? I think Victoria lived with Brooke, maybe. She didn't live with me. I would have loved it, honestly. If I if I could have gotten more hilarious scenes, like with, you know, Daphne, Daphne just juggling stuff at home. I would have loved it. Yeah, who? Which character would live with their mom? As Can I sign Brooke up to live with her mom now? Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. Call I'm Daph. into it. I think Keith would have, but in not in the derogatory way that I think this is implying. I think he would have mm. done that to care for. He seems like the most nurturing that would be yeah. the kind of person yeah. that would have stuck around. Oh, I like and that. actually, Craig himself also would be the type of person that would yeah would do that. Yeah, Craig Keith, winner winner, yeah. chicken dinner, into it. Yeah, and in the sweetest way. But in a loving way. Yeah, caretaking, respect for your elders. I love it. Hey, do we know what happens in the next episode? What do we have to look forward to next week? Anything anything dangerous? Anybody else taking their pants off next episode? (laughs) I have to look at the rundown. What is it? Crash Course in Polite Conversations is the next episode. Are you guys at home watching along with us? I hope so. I hope so, too. It's fun to watch it week by week like we had to in 2003. You know, that mm-hmm. weekly anticipation. Because as I'm washing dishes before we tape these things, I'm like, man, I can't wait. Like, I I know. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope we And guys, we watch these right before we film our podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how we do it. It's not like, oh, watch it sometime this week. Like, we are sitting down, mm-hmm. watching them together and rolling right into taping for you. So I hope that you'll watch along with us. In fact, maybe we should do a live watch sometime. Like an, oh, inst- like an Instagram live watch right before we film our podcast or something. Let's yeah. do that. Well, we're going to practice our live events. And I'm really excited about the live event that we have coming up for OTH Me Day. Um, I hope we get a ton of fan questions. Yep. I think we should all coordinate our outfits. Oh, yes. Right? How? Yeah. What are yes. you guys wearing? I don't know what to wear. I don't either. I'm excited to see you in person, though. That's going to be too. really fun. Me too. So exciting. 
Yeah. All right. So you guys get your tickets to that. Watch uh, watch episode 12. So that way we're all on the same page next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, Booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or... Find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Boy, I've spent definitely a significant amount of time in therapy in my life. And I think there's just so many layers to life that can be hard to navigate. And having somebody there to just talk through things really makes, makes the days easier sometimes. It's a simple truth, no matter who you are. Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's your drama queens, and we're here to tell you that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. So let's talk about LifeVac. It is a life-saving airway clearance device, which has saved over 1,500 lives. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac, L-I-F-E-V-A-C dot net and enter promo code DRAMAQUEENS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts, I think you deserve a cookie too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 